Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Hey there, I am super excited to introduce to you our incredible guest today, Katie Allen. Katie is the founder of Katie Just Styled and Styled for Life podcast. Katie, I'm super pumped for you to be here today. Oh, Tiffany, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. So there's so much to get into today, but obviously we're talking all about style and I'm super excited because branding you know, I talk all of the time about how important it is to have a foundation in your brand, how the messaging is important, how, you know, yes, the visual aesthetics are important as well. But one thing I don't talk a ton about is style and how we're showing up and how we're dressing. And so obviously you are the perfect person to talk about that today. (laughs) So to start out, could you just first tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to where you are now in your business and who you're serving. Yeah, so it all started in the 80s when I broke the button on my mom's TV trying to turn up the music video as loud as possible. Back <laughs> when you weren't allowed to watch TV in the 80s, I mean MTV because it was so risque, but I would have always been obsessed with like fashion from um, an expressive standpoint. And I really struggled with that, honestly, when I was younger, because back then, like, you picked your occupation, right? Like, you can be a lawyer, you're gonna be a doctor, you're gonna be a dentist, you're gonna be whatever you're gonna be. And arts, it was always like the starving artist. It was always, like, if it's, if it's intangible, like, how do you turn that into a career? Um, but I had that very like that hard memory of like just being obsessed with the girls outfits and videos and things like that because like it evoked a feeling in me um and it made me want to dance right so i did go to school for fashion and i just like to tell this story because i knew who i was right you know 18 and you're like i'm gonna go to college i went to school for fashion i always joke it's before the internet because it's 1999 (laughs) and you know y2k and anyways come out of it on the other end. And the first thing I did when I graduate was just like, forget who I was. And was like, I just listened to everybody else. It was like the beginning of that journey of like the grooming. And it was like, well, if you're gonna go, now you gotta get a job. Cause I feel like a lot of time in college is like they groom you to be an adult and get a job, right? Absolutely. And that's like the beginning of like losing yourself a bit. So I went to marketing. So I was in marketing for 17 plus years. Um, because it was like the next closest thing to like fashion and style. 
because the part I truly love about fashion isn't the clothes, it's really the psychology behind it, which is why I'm so obsessed like with the work you do and with like branding, because it's about bringing those things out of yourself and showcasing and expressing. And I love how you always use the word essence of who you are. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. And yes, I went through the same thing. I was very lucky to find my like same path basically in design and marketing and branding. So it's so funny how similar um, our journeys were. Cause I also went to art school and luckily stuck with it on some level, but I love your story also of like how you started your business almost not on accident, but you were telling me before we started recording that you, um, you were just like in these communities and you started a podcast for the love of it. And then things just kind of fell into place. So um, what exactly, like, what was the moment when you knew like, okay, this is it. I'm, this is my life's purpose is to be a stylist. Oh, so, well, I have one key memory of doing a shopping trip, like, so it was fashion merchandising, I learned a lot of, it wasn't just fashion, right, but we did do this one trip, and it's, it's very stereotypical, right, where we went shopping at Tyson's on the East Coast, you know, it's like one of the big areas of DC, and we had a profile of a woman that, well, mine was a woman, I'm sure other people had other people, that we were shopping for and it was who she was and how she wanted to feel and like what you were dressing her for and it was an assignment so like go pick out clothes for her like that memory is like burned in my brain because I didn't this person didn't really exist so I had to like create this person in my mind and I just thought that that was really fascinating mm. um but yeah I left out that whole part of the story right so like in corporate and like I just realized I'm losing myself and I'm addicted to podcasts because I feel like I'm starting to hear people talk in a way that I had never really heard people talk now, when I started my podcast, it had nothing to do with style per se, because I didn't know that that's the direction I was heading in. And I can go back in time and pick out these key moments. Like some of my really good business friends, I remember being on a call with them one time and them being like, can you just pick out my outfits? And I was like, oh, can you just tell me how to grow my podcast? Like it was all about <laughs> like, help me figure out who I am. And then in 2020, my company did a reorg, you know, a lot of things are changing and they let me go. And for that particular company I was with for 11 years. So my whole identity was wrapped up into it. But because I was in a bunch of communities and I was in a business mastermind without a business, if I'm really honest, okay? Like, cause I just knew something was coming. So that day after, you know, the fit that I had of losing my job, I just went to my husband and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but can I have some time and space? I got a pretty decent severance package because, you know, it wasn't, um, you know, because it wasn't planned and things like that. And he was like, I think everyone deserves an opportunity to figure out who they are and start a business around that, around your hobbies. Like he's so passionate about that because that's, so cool. that's what he's done. So it was a three month period of darkness and the scariest three months of my life. But the moment that like the heavens parted and it was like, ah, is I was in the bathtub and one of my friends was helping her, uh, she does website design and she was helping her client get ready for a photo shoot. And she said, can you just tell her what to wear? Because you're the most stylish person I know and I don't know what to do with her, um, but I cannot pick out her outfits for her photo shoot. And I was in my bathtub and I just like shot off like a couple of things off of Pinterest that were cute or whatever. And she said, like, how much do I owe you? I was like, you don't, like I'm in the bathtub. 
<laughs> and, not really doing, I'm, and I'm like, I'm wallowing in my, you know, like, who am I phase and my identity crisis. I'm like, get paid. Like, I, I only get paid if I'm working really hard. And then I like hopped up out of the tub and I was like, and she was like, no, Katie, people get paid for this. And I like hopped up out of the tub and I ran because my husband and I met in fashion school, ran to him. And I was like, oh my god i know what i want to do and he was like how come how did we lose sight of this like over the last 20 years like how did we forget that this is who you are so it's kind of the long version story of like how i came back to this and then because i was in those communities and that was just always who i was without knowing who i was the very first call on my mastermind that i was in without my business when i said hey i have <laughs> i have something to tell you guys you know, everyone was like, oh my God, of course, this makes so much sense. And like in that moment, it's like my very first client. Ugh, so good. I love that story. Um, and it's so true because now you look at the brand and it's so reflective of you and your style. It's like you would just assume that you've always been that way. But it's so interesting that we can have these identity crises, whether you've been in corporate or, you know, you had kids and then like the kids are growing up and you're like, wait a second, like my identity is so wrapped up in them. Like, who am I as a person? Like, there's so many ways, especially as women, I feel like that we can lose our identities. So I talk about that in branding a lot of like how to come back, how to find your essence, but also with the style, you know, it's interesting but especially as you get into your forties, but even younger, like I, I wish I would have known more about that in corporate. Cause I just would like throw on what I thought was like my corporate suit and go for it. And I'm like, God, I must've looked like ridiculous <laughs> back in corporate, but it just wasn't like my main focus, you know? And so I think, I think there's so many things that we as women think of as like, sometimes it's like, who am I to like, Ooh, have a stylist and to like put effort into this and whatever. And it's like, who are you not to like, especially if you're a business owner and you have a brand, when you show up um, and you talk about like empowering women a lot, when you show up and your confidence is there and you don't have to think about it. Um, for instance, when I went to France, I called you and I was like, we're both in each, like you're in my community. And then I work with you in my style, because even though I'm a brand expert and I do it every day, when it came to my own, like clothing style over time, I was like, gosh, I don't even know anymore. Like what looks good on me or what I want to wear, you know? And so that was so eye opening to go through the experience myself. And then to just like show up in France and be like, Oh, oh here's all my outfits. I don't even have to think about it. And so also, you know, like I'll help clients if they have, and they don't have a budget at all or something like, oh, you could wear this, this, and this. But I think it just up levels everything and it makes the entire brand better when you invest in your style. For instance, we just had um, a client that I did their brand and I referred them to you. And those photos just like made it so much more special when the clothes matched everything else we were doing in the brand. Yes. And it was so fun for me. And dare I say easy because you were like, this is who they are. These are their colors. I mean, I know them, but to know them in the way that you, the, some of the things you pulled out of like, this is what we want to embody. Like, this is who we are. It's so much easier to be like, okay, so these are the silhouettes that embody that. These are the colors that embody that. Which one of these fits best for your body? And like, how do we make this feel like you? So going back to what you said about the France thing and, um, and what you were saying about like, it feels 
some sometimes like the word like the who am I to like almost elitist like where the word stylist comes up which I think I really would like to do away with that and we could talk about that too because mm -hmm. like when we did your France stuff we shopped your closet though we didn't Love buy it, it. Mm -hmm. yeah like we bought like a purse or something and I think that goes back to even just like what you talk about a lot with foundations is like it's always about starting what with you have and like honestly I don't love to shop what I love to do is get to know someone and then pick out clothes that match them. I joke about like anyone that's seen like the uh, 101 Dalmatians when the owners are walking by with their dogs and like all the dogs look like Match. the owner. <laughs> yes. yeah. That's how I see clothes. It's like when I'm shopping, I especially if someone's willing to go super deep with who they are, what they want to express, not to the world but to themselves and then to the world, right? Like, you and I've talked about this before, like showing up on Zoom and like how you can feel good. Even when I don't have calls, I still get dressed for myself. And I think that there's so many misconceptions around style and fashion that I would love to break down. But yeah, as it pertains to like your brand and things like that, it's, it's a huge part of it. And the work you do is amazing. And if we don't let that follow through, I feel like there's a big dissonance, but can we talk about transitions? <laughs> there's so many life transitions. Like when you mentioned a motherhood, starting your business, I think business is an easy one to look at, to take it away from like your personal life is when you're in business for three years, then you change, right? And then you're in business for another three years. And I'm sure you, I feel like I'm seeing you go through it now with like, building out your team and highlighting your team and having these experts in your team, then that's like a totally different version of you. And that's easy. And I, and I know we track that, but we don't apply that same strategy to the way we dress. And we think like, oh, well, now I'm getting, I'm starting a new business. Oh, oh, now I had kids or, oh, now I had this. And we just continue to put on the mask of like what we think we're supposed to be doing. And a lot of times it's wrong. And I think that's why, or not that it's wrong, it's wrong for you. And I think that's why like the work that you do is so important of like really knowing the essence of who you are and then expressing it in your clothes. Yeah, it's so important. And then I think too, you know, we went through 2020 and like the pandemic and then everybody was literally just in their sweatpants and whatever. And I think that's, you know, it's, it is what it is and it's okay. And I think life has become a little bit more casual, but I also think when you invest the time and the effort into it and put the effort into having a brand, that's what's like, I always talk about positioning in your brand. And when you want to be seen as a leader and as an authority and like really on your game, you have to invest in your style. I, I think it's just like you have to, <laughs> but also, like you said, it's the confidence thing. It's, it's not like an elitist thing necessarily when it's a business expense, really, if you think about it, you know, it's yeah. part of, it's part of your business. It's part of how you're showing up. And especially if you think about like, now we're back in person and you're going to, like, I hosted that mastermind events in France, but if you are going to an event and you're going to be meeting new people you want to show up with your unique signature style because that's where people are going to, you're going to stand out. People are going to, you know, come up and we talked about this earlier, like it's a deep connection when they say, oh my God, I love your hat or I love your earrings. It's conversation opener. It's something they're going to remember too. Like people always remember how you make them feel, which is important, 
but I truly believe people always remember how you're like, they'll remember how you're dressing like, oh, that girl in the red dress or that girl who had the spiky hair or whatever your signature style is, right? I think like every time you meet someone at a party and you're like, oh, hi, my name's Katie. And you're like, Tiffany, I'm not even listening. And people have done studies on this and you could probably speak to this from like an NLP standpoint. I'm actually not even really listening to your name. I am sizing you up as a person and I'm making connections of what you're wearing to what someone else that I know that wears that or like, oh, her hair looks like my sister's or her earring. Like, and we're doing that in such a quick second. We don't even know we're doing it. And that's one thing I've so learned about style is like, I'm working with people and I'll like pull an outfit and they'll be like, "Mm, can't wear that. That reminds me of my mom. (laughs) Nope, can't wear that because someone said this. And it's true because that we connect, we are visual and sight is one of our big senses and we use it constantly to make quick, quick connections so we can just weed out, right? Like if all this information is coming at me, how can I make the quickest judgments? If I, if someone wears this color, they do this. If someone's wearing this symbol, then they believe this. Okay, boom, boom. It's like you're just constantly wading through stuff. And that's the power of it is like you get to control that narrative. And we do that to other people. We do it to ourselves. And that's like in the pandemic. One of the things is when I'm in that business mastermind, right? It starts, pandemic starts. My kids are at home. I'm right on the cusp of like losing my job I don't really know it yet and I was talking to one of my coaches and she's like and I had this period with like darkness and she's like well why are you struggling so bad right now and I was like I don't know I haven't gotten dressed and she said okay so like your work for the next week is to just get dressed she said you're gonna shower you're gonna put on your makeup and that's how like I started this whole thing called lipstick love Wednesday and the pandemic and that like when I go back it's like so obvious all these things I was doing that were way before the styling journey and it was like, I was, and mind you, these were mostly cute sweatsuits, right? So like I'm buying sweatsuits at Target, putting on lipstick and taking pictures. But that's how I reconnected back with myself. And then like, I would post around like the lipstick color and like how it made me feel. And that was such a pivotal, like aha moment for me of like the connection between how we feel and what we're wearing and what we want to achieve. And it's super important for connections outwardly to other people like, oh, this is, I could do a whole podcast on that. But it's also really important to who we are, right? Like every time you see yourself in the mirror and every time you catch a glimpse of your reflection, like your mean girl voice or your inner voice, maybe it's not mean, mine can be, it starts. And one thing you said that I want to like clear on is you can be casual and still be put together. Like, mm-hmm. I think you and I both do a really good job of this. And I would dub myself the queen of casual. Like, I love tennis shoes. I love t-shirts. But I'm not going to also wear a messy bun. Because if I have a t-shirt and a messy bun, now I'm just kind of leaning towards just that messy look altogether. There's a way to balance both sides of that coin. Not that I don't wear messy buns. I'm talking about from a business branding standpoint. Mm-hmm. There's a way to get into it. And I think that's what people always think when they think of stylist. They just think, oh, I'm not glamorous. I'm not stylish. It's nothing. Of, not, it, everyone has a style, whether you think so or not. And whether you consider yourself stylish or not has nothing to do with it. Like if I could, one word I'd love to take out the dictionary is fashionista. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. And I think body type, you know, like it could be your body type and knowing how to dress, like there's so many aspects to it on top of the color and everything else. And going back to what you said, um, 
just a minute ago, like it's so important for us to get up and get dressed daily. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I have like sweatpants shorts on right now. Cause it's like really hot, but I'm still like put together and like, you know, like when I'm working, it just makes us feel better. Like you said, when we're looking at the reflection in the mirror and to your other point, I think, you know, we tell our kids not to judge a book by its cover and we, we want to live by that, but you're right. Like our subconscious mind is just at it and we do, and it's, it is what it is. And when you're scrolling on social media, it's going to automatically attract or re, like repel you. The first thing is people's looks, unfortunately, um, like what they're, what they're wearing specifically. And that can even be like, for me, if I do see somebody in like a suit, I'm just like, eh, like that's not me anymore. So I don't really want to like, I'm like, why are you wearing a suit? Like, I, like, I don't match, like energetically match that anymore. But if somebody has like a, like you were saying a really cute t-shirt and some cool sneakers, but there's have that put together, look, it has a different feeling. So yeah, there's just so much to it. And I don't think that people put enough effort or they will get like one photo shoot with like a signature, like one outfit, but then they're not looking at how they're showing up every other day of the year, you know? So yeah, there, and there could be a lot of dissonance between that. And we've all experienced that in different space. I think real estate agents, right. Have been dogged on for years. Like you'll get the, cause there've been really historically really good marketers. Right. And you'll get all the real estate agent stuff in my mailbox every day. And then I'm going to hire you to make this giant transaction, the biggest transaction of my life. And you're going to roll up y'all look like you looked on that card <laughs> like it immediately kills some of that like known trust and there's a time and a place for everything um and i think we could talk about photo shoots um you know there's you should show all aspects of yourself um like that whether it's a static photo shoot on your website whether you're showing up on social media or not but i think there always has to be a barometer of like what you know, oh my God, I could go in so many different directions with this, but I just think there should be that barometer where like, what are you communicating and what is your intention? I'm all for makeup free. On the weekend, I don't even really wear that much makeup. I'm all for natural beauty, but I'm also all for being on brand, right? Mm -hmm. And like when I show up to talk to you, like the consistency of it, I think is really important. And I know that's something you talk about a lot in branding. Um, so even think of it from like that, and it does suck that we judge people, but we do. And once we stop telling ourselves that we don't, I think we can release it. It's like, yes, my first impression of you, I might be like, oh, what do you have on a suit? Now I'm an evolved human. So I know that my first reaction is gonna be like, oh, your suit. And then right. I know that my second reaction could be like, okay, well, he's kind of a cool dude, or she's, a, you know, a good, uh, or like, we actually have things in common. And then that's like where your personality comes in. But we've got to stop acting like it doesn't matter. And I think something I noticed that we do a lot in society is we swing hard one way and we live one way and we create a lot of trauma around it. And then, so we swing all the way, the other way. And we're like, you can show up and you can show up on Zoom with a towel on your head. And so you can vulnerable. Yeah. And I'm like, yes and no, like everything is a little bit of a balance. And I mean, I know that cause like I rally hard against the things that my parents did or said that I didn't agree in, right? And then you have kids and you're like, well, maybe there's a happy medium here. <laughs> because you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> um, totally. So I think it's just like creating space from that and 
to stop vilifying that and making like the other misconception I think that people have around it is like there's no depth but I just was listening to someone the other day on a podcast and they were like the higher we go and say we'll use visibility for an example right like you're doing branding I'm styling people for their branding the higher you want to get in your visibility the more people you want to touch the deeper you need to go in your healing journey because you're going to hit that. So the more you want to be seen, the deeper you need to go. So don't tell me that like paying attention to your fashion and your style doesn't matter because you are constantly sending um, subconscious me messaging there with the way you carry yourself, with your body language, with the words that you use, with the clothes that you wear, with the colors that you wear. So that's something I've also been trying to tell people like, okay, you want to work on your visibility? Okay, then if we're going to increase your visibility by 50%, then we're, what 50% are we going you know deep into? Yeah, I love that. I think I think that's, it's just like branding. You know, I talk about like pretty pictures is one thing and having like an aesthetically pleasing brand, but what's below the surface, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. Like you can show up, but if you, even if you have a great outfit on, if you're not confident in it and don't have, haven't done the deeper work, it's not going to be as powerful either. Because you have to wear the outfit. Don't let the outfit wear you. And that comes from just choosing something that you think someone else has on, on Instagram and not really digging into who you are, because it's not about like paying attention to trends is good. So you know what to shop, paying attention, meaning that when what you can expect, like if you're not paying attention to the trends and you trying to walk into Nordstrom right now and buy you know, high rise skinny jeans, you're not going to find as many as you could find three, four years ago, right? So that's really just helping you with your overwhelm and your expectation and humans love expectations. <laughs> not a thing that we love. And then if part of your brand is to be cutting edge and relevant and always on top and being seen as an industry expert, but you're not showing up relevant in these other areas of your life, like there's di different ways to reasons why I think you should keep up with trends and style and fashion. But if if you're if you're like inherently like it's not me and I don't care and I'm gonna wear purple leather skinny jeans until the day I die, then own that. That's your brand. Right. I love that. Awesome. Well, I loved talking all the things style, and I'm sure now the listeners um, are super excited about it. I think it can be kind of a tricky subject, like we talked about, and just a little bit scary if people aren't as obsessed with style as you are and they're like oh, I don't know where to begin or whatever but um before we wrap up I did want to talk about another thing that we have in common quickly which is um you know we're both really into empowering women and you know connection and community like we were talking about and so I know you have a community um so we can talk a little bit about that and how you empower people there and then also um, you are part of my community, the Legacy Lounge. So um, ladies, if you're listening and wanting to connect with the community in that way, um, just be surrounded with amazing business owners, check that out. But if you're specifically interested in style and getting help with that, um, Katie, do you wanna tell us a little bit about your community? Yeah, for sure. But definitely, if you want to hang out in the Legacy Lounge, I'm there too. Um, so the Style Squad is also a community and it's for female entrepreneurs who are focused on going really deep on that journey. 
of who they are, what their values are, and like how do they express that. Um, my goal with that community was to make fashion and style feel really accessible from a price point and from accessible from a people standpoint. I don't think anybody in this community would identify as a fashionista. That's why I was like, if there's one word that I can take out of the dictionary, it's this. And it's really a group of female entrepreneurs who are uncovering that deep work of like, who am I and having aha moments. Um, so like I said, we come, we come together a couple times a month in the community. We have a private podcast. We have weekly prompts where we drop our outfits and we either ask for support around what we're wearing. I've really wanted to create this safe space of like, oh my God, I have this coming up and I don't know what to wear what can can you ladies help me and um it's a true community in that sense of it's not just me answering these questions and i have been like mama bear proud of some of the people like really digging in because they, they're doing the work for themselves too so it's been super super powerful um yeah the community is all about having fun and just getting dressed every day and using your style as a self-development tool to feel confident in your life or business. Awesome. So good. Um, so, you know, I have to ask about legacy because that's everything I do, whether it's the branding or the community, it's all about legacy. So one question I always have to ask guests is what does legacy mean to you and why is it so important? So um, you warned me this was coming up, but... I'm going to be honest, um, part of legacy for me is financial legacy because I don't have one that for myself, like coming down the pipeline towards me. So I'd be lying if I didn't say that legacy to me means I want to pass on some financial stability to my family. Um, but also what, so that's the financial piece of it. That's very like, you know, status quo. And the next part of this is legacy to me actually is breaking down status quo. So the one thing that I will, if I could leave to like my kids and anyone that I come in contact with, not just my kids or even through the community is that status quo is meant to be broken, like conforming to everything and not constantly questioning the status quo. Like that's your job. I fully believe like that's your job. I'm, I love, love following rules. For one, it makes my life a little bit easier, but I also love to break rules when it's time to break them, right? Like rules are there to create order. And then once we have the order going, now is this actually right? Or, you know, do we need to do better by ourselves, by other people, et cetera? So when I think about legacy, that's something that's really important to me is I just want my kids to constantly challenge the status quo of what life can truly be. Um, and I think right now, when I think of status quo, I just think of negativity. And, and I would love for them to like really question the status quo of negativity and how they can be happy on a daily basis. Mm. I love that so much in so many ways. Financially, I'm in the same position, so I feel you there. And I love, love, love the idea of the status quo. I think, you know, especially as parents, it's up to us that, you know, like the schools aren't going to do it. The government's not going to do it. Like having them think for themselves fully. <laughs> um, so I think that is so powerful, but also reframing it as business owners. Like, I think we think about the status quo of like, oh, all these people are doing it this way. Like we're told to follow certain paths. So I think that's super powerful. 
Yes, that's that's my work to do on a daily basis. Every time I get scared or I feel fear around something, I know it's because I'm bumping up the status quo and it's bumping up against a belief of mine that I've had for a really long time. And I have to get super clear on like, is that my belief or is that society's belief or my parents' belief or my lack of mindset or whatever? So, and I think we just live in fear too much. Like, yeah, like some fear is good. Like you need to be able to run from the tiger, but I haven't been chased by a tiger in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, but me either. <laughs> I mean, unless my husband's a tiger, but that's different. <laughs> I love that. No, it's so true. And I think that's why um, why we get along so well and the women in your community, the the Legacy Lounge, like there's so many people, like the general cons- public, right, is living in fear and, and we don't need to do that. So anyways, if you want to be over living in the fear and have more fun, um, come hang out with Katie and I. <laughs> come hang out with us. <laughs> yes. So Katie, um, people can follow you on Instagram. It's, yes. what is your Instagram handle again? Katie Allen Stylist, is that correct? Katie Allen Stylist. And then if they want to go deep into like style inspiration and breaking down fashion stereotypes, they can check me out on the podcast called Styled for Life. Nice. And then also you have a little giveaway for everybody you mentioned. Yes. So since we're talking about branding and Tiffany is like the ultimate guru of branding. And after we get a fabulous brand, we like to get photo shoots. I do have a private podcast mini series um, called how to nail was really just called nail your next photo shoot. And that's on my website, katiejuststyle.com backslash nailed it. (laughs) I love that. Yes, absolutely. Check that out because that is one of the things I do with every single client is make sure that they have on-brand photos for the website because otherwise it's not going to really capture your essence. So thank you so much for being here today, Katie. I feel like we could talk for hours, but we will have to cut it short, but definitely go follow Katie in all the places. And remember, if you're not consciously building a legacy, you're simply building a brand unconsciously. I hope this discussion with Katie inspired you to take action, even if it's just moving the needle 1% towards your legacy, because if we all focus on making an impact together, the ripple effect will truly make a difference. And we'll see you next time. I'll see you here next time in the Legacy Lounge. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?